See, you know what's funny, Moan? No one's going to believe us or specifically Dolly on this. But the subscription count as we speak. Yeah. Are you ready? Tell me. Enlighten me, please. Is $9.99. <laughs> she has a screenshot over here to prove it. Do you believe what? it? Yeah. Are you serious, DK? Yeah. No. So literally the very next person whose whose green thing we put on the screen will be the will be the thousand. Oh wow. Yeah. I'm not well, kidding. Well, I'm already a member, so that's very oh, you fascinating. Can't be so doing we're, the thing where you can't go on I was about to say, I'm going to be the thousandth member then. <laughs> We've got a half hour show today. I'm flying out of here to Atlanta, uh, actually in fairly short order. Yeah, that's so right. we're uh, we're ready to go. Yeah, that's ready to go. I, I got my bell teed up, man. Let's oh, rock you out. Do? Let's mm-hmm. go. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And here it is. It's Matt Mathis. It's Matt. He comes in with a he comes in with a rejuvenation of the of his existing membership, but that counts. It does count, DK. We locked it in. That's it. We've got we've got a thousand right on the spot. (laughs) She called me over to see her screen. Right before we went on, she said, "You're not gonna. Nobody's gonna believe me. It's at nine ninety nine. It's at nine. Wow, way to go, Matt Mathis, man! Congratulations, well, way, to go. way to go, everybody, well, everybody, way everybody. to go for everybody. In particular, those of you who put together uh, gift subscriptions. Uh, you know, Ryan Lytle. I don't. I don't want to start naming names because you can start yeah. le- leaving guys out. It's a long list. Hodge has been coming in hard lately. Uh, it's it's a it's an amazing thing. It really is. It is, DK. It is phenomenal, man. Uh, I'm excited for it. This is something that I didn't know was going to be possible, DK. I'll be completely honest with you, man. I was just like, okay, we're, we're doing this thing. And, and I felt like eventually, gradually, it's going to grow. Right, DK? Uh, but I didn't know it was going to be like this. Like a thousand of anything is actually pretty doggone dope. No, we're getting all kinds of reaction to it here. But at first, the boss wants everybody to know. And I'll tell you guys because she really? won't. She you was didn't even to- tell me. She was up till four in the morning building really this. Tried. She's yelling over there now. Really tried, to get it really tried. She wanted to have it ready for today. Uh, but it, she was up till four in the morning getting it's a It's a dedicated online store to the Ramon stuff, Ramon show stuff. Okay. Uh, she said it'll be late. It'll be ready tomorrow for sure. Later tonight. Uh, as in much later, as she points out. And, and our definition of tonight. Got really got stretched out. So far, we have T-shirts, hoodies, mugs, and my favorite, believe it or not, are the stickers. The stickers are just, you see this thing between our heads? Yeah. That's it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, isn't it cool? I need one for my laptop, DK. I well, need one for my for laptop. laptop stickers, I believe the, the Hey Moan super emoji is one of them. Yeah? Yeah, yeah that's, that's another one. Oh, then she's she's t- wait till you see the mugs. Yeah, I think I nailed it. The she nailed it with the she mug. She's over here bragging. You hear this? And she never brags like this, DK. <clears throat> so that's actually no. pretty doggone sweet. She says it's good, Ramon. It's good. <laughs> good, mind you, this is new to me too. They're putting the shoes up right now for you, Dolly. So hey, there we go. <laughs> there we go. 
I love it. I That's absolutely as close as it. I came to dropping a swear word on this show. You was that close? All yeah. You, all you shoes emojis. I'm sh- I'm wearing shoes. Okay. They wouldn't yeah. let me on the plane without shoes. Yeah, well, all I, right. I, I think you can argue it. I think Look who can. comes in with the super sticker here. Look at that. <laughs> We're in this thing together. We're in this thing together, DK. Well, we are. I, I see so many people are, are, are excited uh, about this, but I am telling you, whatever you think about this right now, wait till you see the stuff. It is really cool. I mean, she she really nailed it. Yeah. The mugs, I, I was sitting there writing a baseball column last night. It was still three in the morning, yeah. whatever. Wow. And and I, I'm and she comes in. She you got to see the mug. And I'm like I don't have time. Just, <laughs> whatever. And she's like you've got to see the mug. Yeah. So I'm like all right, let's see the mug. No and, doubt, man. And it's 360. Is it? it? Yeah. It's it's got it's got it's got uh, Ramon on one side. What's on the other? The, the hey, logo? Huh? Oh, the hey, the hey, oh, hey, moan. Hey so it's moan like, on you it. know how your mugs have messages on them? Just, yeah. just wait. Just wait. All right, Austin, so you teasing a little bit too much. I think this is very unique from Q Joaquin. Yo, put a bell in the store and I'll buy it, is what he said, DK. That's tough right now. Uh, Shady's also asking, what's the website, DK? You want to enlighten them real quick? Not yet. Okay. Not oh, yet. not, not, yeah, okay. later tonight. Yeah, okay. we're going to have to. We're going to have to – we'll get into all the specifics. And, yeah, they ship. The people who will make them will be sh- doing the shipping. Okay. All so right. all that bad. stuff will be – all that stuff will be in play. Uh, it's it's really exciting. Yeah, no doubt, man. We got to get Georgie fixed, man. We got to get Georgie fixed. Still can't claim a gift thanks to uh, those posting them. Uh, y'all put it in the chat instruction yeah. on how to do that for the our guy, The community will carry you right through that, George. Yeah, they definitely will. My bad, DK. Yeah, uh, Robert Gearhart says, uh, hello from Baton Rouge. Go Paul Skeens. Paul Skeens pitching Saturday night from LSU Skeens? to the Pirates. Number oh, one overall. I, not not for Pittsburgh. He's going to okay. be with Double A Altoona an hour away. Uh, game sold out the same day. Did Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to go see him at some point or are you going to wait it out? I'm not. No, I'm going to be I'm concentrating on football here over the next couple of days and everything. Yeah. I'll be back at the Pirates on, uh, I don't know, it's Sunday. I don't know when. Hey, Slim got a real good question, DK. I think it's oh, fair yeah? to react this. Yeah, What's absolutely. <laughs> hey, is DK Sports named after Dayan or Dolly? Which one is it, DK? You never said that. Uh, yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. And, again, if you're just tuning in, I see the numbers going up, man. Merch is on the way. It's on the way, DK. Yeah, we haven't talked about any uh, any football or anything like that. And yes, Levi, the the, the story is going to be available on our app um, in in all kinds of ways. We yeah. are we are super excited about this. And yeah. here now, she's texting us in the middle of the show images yeah. of the mug. Look at we the got, mug. We got work to do, Dolly. We got work to do. But I'm excited for this. Moan, open it up. Open it up. I am right Take now. Take a second and open it up. Wait till you I see this solid. mug. <laughs> that is solida isn't that yeah that's all i gotta send it to my wife here in a minute man i would post it but i don't even want to tease them too much man oh i love it what's the capacity there in altoona it's several thousand that's what it is it's not 250 it's a double a baseball park oh man wow yeah yeah well either so, way anyway so football right okay so <laughs> i'm i'm flying to atlanta tonight 
the Steelers and Falcons are playing at 7.30 p.m. tomorrow. Mike Tomlin has basically put down the gauntlet moan yeah. as it applies to nickel corner and a couple other slot corner um, and, and a couple other positions that are out there. And at the same time, you know and I know that there's going to be so much more to watch than whether or not Elijah Riley or Chandon Sullivan ends up being your your starting slot guy. You know what I yeah. mean? No doubt about it, man. Uh, but this is, uh, again, we said this a while back. Um, when I think when Omar first got the job, DK, we started looking at him signing offensive linemen. We looked at the group they brought in last year, right? We looked at the draft picks also this year and um, how there's already inherited uh, competition too. DK, this is a big movement for this team. Again, we mentioned the era that this group is in. They're creating an environment, man, internally, that it is competition at all times. Remember us talking about that? Mm-hmm. The way Omar went about free agency? You got to remember, Isaac Salmalo wasn't an on our radar as a signing. We both were discussing Kevin Dotson. Remember that, DK? Yes. yes. And in the middle of the night, Omar Khan and Coach Tomlin uh, decide to, to sign him. Like, think of, it's not just those two guys are trying to be nickel corners. It's an entire team, DK, built on the precedent that you're going to have to compete and fight for your job. Me personally, I like it. As far as me being a fan now, I love the idea that these guys got to kind of fight it out, especially at those positions where it's, you know, it's question marks. So, hey, I don't know who's the best person to get the job done. Well, guess what? You guys settle that job for us. That's the same way I looked at the Broderick Jones and Dan Moore situation. Dan Moore got a lot better, DK, because why? Because he now has somebody to look over his shoulders about. And I'm not saying that he wasn't going to be that way anyway, right? But it's different. It's different. It's different now. Human nature. It's different. Look at the three-way we got right now as far as middle linebacker too, DK. Mo, like, you were no different. You were no different, man. <laughs> you can't make an exception yeah, I, for I yourself. Know. Oh, I when, know. When you had those occasions, we knew who was starting. We yeah. knew who was going to be there at the opener. But you were still – you. Every camp, you're checking that roster. You're checking that depth chart. Don't lie. Yeah, that's 100% <laughs> true. And, and also, uh, before we even get into the Hey Moan segment, too, I think it's fair to point that out, though, DK. I think it's fair. This is the last preseason game. Then you got a gap. What are cuts Tuesday by 3 Eastern mm-hmm. or 4 Eastern? 3. 3 Eastern next Tuesday. This is the last showing that these guys got. This is the last opportunity inside of a stadium that they can get something done and prove and state their case. I don't know if it's going to be a kick returner. I don't know if it's going to be a nickel, right, DK? Mm-hmm. But this is the last opportunity. So all the guys walking around right now um, looking for their reasons that they're going to stay attached to this team, this is now the time. This is where they actually kind of close the door on somebody else when it comes down to Riley or, or whoever else, DK. This is going to be fascinating this weekend. I, I think so too. I, I also feel like it's got to be something where you continue to see this confident identity emerge. And I know that just sounds like a blur of intangibles. Okay. But I, I'm telling you, Moan, there's a vibe in there that there is not one soul in that locker room who is surprised by how well the first teamers on both sides of the ball have performed to date. Wow. Do not let that go. Yeah. The Falcons are going to present some different looking challenges. They are. Yeah, they are. Okay. They they remember 
they did some weird things last season with all that running they were doing. And yeah. almost, it almost looked like a, a giant gimmick. And the same thing happened in the regular season meeting, but the Steelers took care of business where they yeah, needed they to, particularly defending, defending the run. And then they got enough done offensively to win that game. I'm not talking about winning or losing here, by the yeah. way. I'm not, I'm not being yeah. an idiot here. I'm talking right. about first team performance, continue to perform at your optimal and and hold on to that feeling, Moan, because it's it's two whole weeks that it you've got to. It's 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 the last thing you'll be gripping onto. That yes, one one hundred percent, DK. Um, I'm 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 fascinated to see how that is going to carry over. Forty ers is not a easy outfit. Uh, right now, I just saw a headline not that long ago said this is Purdy versus Pickens. I think highly of Brock Purdy. Well, I'll I'll say this: I respect what Brock Purdy's done. He's not Debo Samuel. He's not Debo Samuel. Okay. No, I know that. But as far as <laughs> being efficient, they, they have players. Yeah, they have <laughs> players. And that's what I mean by that. They trust him enough to not mess up what they got going on. And that right there, DK, that opening week, that's what we got to have our eye on, man. And also, I hope that dude by the name uh Bosa, I hope he's out. I still hope he's holding out, okay? He's in New York or something. You can't oh be throwing him into a preseason. Well, you can, I'm sorry, not preseason. Uh, yeah, he, it, it's going to take some time Yeah, for him to get up to speed, but I can't imagine. You're not flying. You saw his stuff on Instagram yesterday. He's flying up to New York, and their agents are meeting and all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, one would think that he would not be in peak physical shape at that time. Uh, that quickly here before we go to the the only segment that matters a little bit of coins has run blocking will be big tomorrow against the falcons especially if they play Bijan the rookie uh the, the falcons have been building it's been quiet yeah. and, and, and it has not resulted in a lot of w's but they've been building and i think they've been doing it the right way it's been patient yes it has so when we come back when we come back we will have the only segment that matters and that's hey moan at DK, at DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. If you're just joining us today, we've hit a thousand. We've hit a thousand memberships. We did this today. The goal was to do it by the time the 49ers got to town, and you didn't even wait till the Steelers got in to face the Falcons. Didn't even wait, DK. Didn't even wait. As a result, we will have merchandise. We will have a store up tomorrow for sure, but it possibly tonight, and we will let you guys know here on the YouTube uh, app, on the community and so forth. We'll let you know on the DK Pittsburgh Sports app, of course. Uh, there's going to be, uh, you'll see, it's really cool. Uh, and uh, we got alert too, Thursday, Friday, for the sake of doing the show, we may have to move up a little bit early. Remember, we spoke about that. How, does, two, how does 2 p.m. Eastern sound? One one central? Yeah. I think I can swing it. Yeah, you can? One both central. days. Yes. Let's yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'll be at yeah. my hotel in Atlanta both times. Somebody asked yesterday why you can't do it from the stadium. NFL and Wi-Fi are oil and water. It don't work. It's too many bodies <laughs> in there. Too many humans mm-hmm. inside a place that's got a roof on it, and it doesn't even work all that well in the places that don't have roofs. But in a, in a dome stadium, forget it. And you yeah. guys, if you've been to dome stadiums 
and you're in there and you try to use your phone when the game's going on, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, here. my it, gosh. It, it's not good. Let's get going here with Rodney yeah. Brooks, who says, hey, Moan, when you consider Pat Fryermuth, George Pickens, uh, Connor Hayward, Allen Robinson, and their ability to excel at combat catches, does this squad have the best hands that you've seen in Pittsburgh? Uh, best hands. I'll say this. This is, this is refreshing to see this come around again. Let's just say that. Okay. Uh, that's another thing we didn't mention either from the game this past weekend. Connor Hayward is clutch. He, he catches the ball like he's a wide receiver. He looked like he's changed his body around. He moves a little different. He protects himself a whole lot better too on those combat hits that he's receiving from tacklers. Okay. But as far as just those guys, I'll say this. I don't know if we've had role players, and I hate to even call these dudes role players when it comes down to what their job is, be this big of a name, meaning Pat Frymuth is a name, but he's a role player in this offense, essentially, right? Pickens, yeah. George Pickens is going to be a star, but Connor and, and, and Allen Robinson, like those are guys, again, and I spoke about it, specifically Allen Robinson, that when you go to Pittsburgh, Coach Tomlin and his staff seem to find ways to maximize those guys. That's what you're getting out of Allen Robinson. It's not the fact that he wasn't able to, to do those things and capable of them. It's now that he's been given the stage that, hey, bro, just do that thing that you do. Like, they do have the ability to have some real nice plays throughout this year because they have shown the ability. Connor was my biggest question mark as far as, okay, it was cool seeing it last year. But right now, watching him develop his pass-catching skills is by far one of the biggest bursts I think this offense can see here. This one is a little bit random, but it's a good one from our man Slim, who says, hey, Moan, when the Pitt Panthers play on the field on Saturday, meaning at Acrisure Stadium, and then you guys had a home game on Sunday, how bad were the field conditions for players? And it's a really good question because no matter what they show you on TV, it doesn't translate to what you're actually dealing yeah. with out there. There were usually divots and stuff like that, but that's all just part uh, part of playing in Pittsburgh, too. We didn't make a big fuss out of it. The only time it's ever an issue for grass is if it's wet and it's too soaky and it's like a mosh pit in there, or if there's too much sand, like, like as far as like the divots in the ground. Pittsburgh never really had those. They found ways to smooth them over or resurface them with new turf. Like, we had that often. You watch the middle of the field – and there is that lighter green or darker green uh, replacement turf in the middle. I got to give it to those guys that feel crew. They work hard at doing it. And they also did this. They rolled it to make it flat or to actually not show the divots too. So they actually do well. Uh, but my position is different from a wide receiver. They, they, they tripped a little bit here and there. You know, one thing that happens that the fans wouldn't see but after the game, and I mean after the game, yeah, it's immediate. They send a crew of about 50 people onto the Yo. field. This is both Pitt and Steelers. And they will stomp, I was about to say by hand, but by foot, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right back into the ground because yep. that gives that divot a chance to regrow, to regrow, solidify, yep. whatever it is. And every minute counts. Yeah. So a lot of the maintenance is not very high tech. There's no. still no replacement for a human going out there, seeing a divot and kicking it back into, into place. Mm -hmm. and, and not only that, they hide a lot of stuff too with the green sand. Again, everything is them reattaching the, the uh, torn up turf more than anything. So as long as they got an opportunity, get all of our families off the field, stump it down, water it, and cut it right after that, it's usually not a big deal. 
Oh, man. Mark Lancaster says that Kendrick Green got fired from the get-go. Couldn't handle the ingredients, kind of like he couldn't uphold the standard ingredients. Well, on that note, by the way, Kendrick Green, like, totally good dude, guys. I'm not saying that because I'm on the show with another offensive lineman who knows him, okay? Kendrick Green, he has not played well. He has not been what anyone would have hoped or expected, but totally good dude. Definitely doesn't deserve nastiness at the get-go cafe and market quality is at the core of every menu item three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub burger salad wrap drink and app is crafted for what they call crave ability order your favorite entry at the get-go cafe and market today and also in advance of the football game tomorrow night better believe it yeah yeah by the way 2dk it is hump day didn't have that last week how somebody, do we miss that? Somebody asked me to do that in your place. And I was like, oh. Barry Ayers put it up on my radar in the uh, chat, DK. You're right, Barry. That's on me, man. That's on me. You're 100% correct. <laughs> you need me on that. Hump yeah. Day. You don't want me on that. Hump nah, day. <laughs> absolutely. Barry, I, I let y'all down. Swan wants to know Hey, Bone, how long do you play the starters? Uh, series, depending on if it's a three and out or whatever the case may be. Uh, I've come to the realization I think three series is good for the defense if that means nine plays. Or if they get two quick three and outs, guess what? That's a good day at the office, DK. Offensively, man, I look at this group and I still say this. Uh, I, I still want to see them grow. Um, I still want to so, see them show that playmaker ability, right? That mm-hmm. playmaker ability is what I'm saying. Uh, those guys you just mentioned, Connor Hayward, making a nice catch. Allen Robinson, okay, we get you a series in, get you a catch, get you out of the game. George Pickens, I don't really need to see a lot of. If he was out there for two, three plays and they were all running plays, nothing in his direction, I'm okay with that too, DK. Uh, I don't want to overexpose Kenny with what we've seen so far. I think leaving the preseason on a high note does have its advantages. The last throw he threw, if I'm not mistaken, was a touchdown to Pat Frymuth that I don't think we'd have ever saw him making last year. AJ says, hey, Moan, have you and BMAC caught up since episode 270? A follow-up would be awesome. Offense and defense. Your show has me needing the Mike Tomlin hype. Brian McFadden, of course, is the reference that AJ is making here. Yeah. Uh, No, I haven't caught up with him. This time of the year, everybody that do this stuff, including BMAC, usually get super busy. So carving out time is usually the biggest uh, detriment to what we got going on. I'll see if I can reach out to them just to let them know the people said hello. I'm going to do this right now in the text. How about yeah, that? Yeah, that, that always gets appreciated. When these guys come on, and, and Ramon's had some, obviously, some outstanding guests here over the past year. You have them on. Give them a shout. Let them know. Yeah. You, you have different ways of doing that now in a social media world. You know, yeah, just, you do. Just just let him know. Marquise, man, saw you on Moan's show or whatever. Rosie Nix, when he was on, had outstanding yeah. episode. You know, Vince Williams. Yeah, uh, yeah. Very Vinny. predictably. Charlie, who's on the play-by-play on TV and everything now. Yeah, so we've had we've had some really, really good guests. When you see it, just let them know, you know. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of, as I'm putting up here on the screen, a bunch of uh, mem- new members uh, returning members and so forth. Jacob says, Hey Moan, as much as I hate to say it or even ask this, is there a chance we're going to lose Zach Gentry? I don't see where he's needed as much as other positions. I've said this time and time again, sometimes a guy is just good for your team. 
Zach, I think, falls into that. Whether he plays a lot or, uh, again, Pat gets exposed to a lot of stuff as far as the way he's throwing the ball and guys hitting him and stuff. If you are without him during the season, do you trust Darnell Washington to replace him and also Connor at the same time? I much rather have Zach's blocking ability than Darnell, who I saw recently say all the stuff that they got away with in college. I cannot do those things in the NFL. Darnell Washington is still learning how to play NFL ball. Okay. And I think it's fair to kind of uh, bring that up. That was his own words that he's still learning and growing. I like Zach, uh, but my like and what they decide to do on cut day has no basis in this conversation. I still think they keep him. George Vukovic asks, Hey, Mona, I always wondered how uncomfortable it gets around cut time for when you know you're safe, but you're waiting for the ax to fall on the bubble guys it has to suck watching kids sweat that out at the same time on you know you need for them to get cut you do (laughs) george the first thing you said it is uncomfortable i have had to shake guys hands after the game knowing that might be our last handshake after befriending them for a month plus in training camp you know helping Uh, them helping them right yeah like, was it not enough? But I'll say this. Those dudes, and Coach T, is he's such a realist with this type of stuff. Those guys usually know that they're on the way out. It just does suck because it's a transaction that has to happen for something that they love and near and dear to their heart. It's never an easy day. DK, you know I've always kind of said that, too. No, and it's just it's, – it's, it's fascinating to watch, though, because they do put a lot of extra time in, the players do, the veterans do – with the younger players and that's not universal. Okay. It's not, not everybody's a good guy. Right. All right. We're, we're being, you know, calling this like it is, you know, it's not, it's not something where you go, Oh, everybody does that. Uh, uh-uh. uh. There is a reason that it's special that Dan Moore has been out there working with Kent or uh, Broderick Jones. Yes. More than anybody else that they're, they're in literal competition. They are. They absolutely are, man. With lots of money at stake, especially as, as it applies to Dan, but Dan understands that if he just does everything right, including being the best possible teammate, ultimately, Moan, right? He, yes. It's, gonna, it's all going to come back to you, just like it, in life. It does come back to you. And when you said that, DK, that he was the one that grabs him after practice and talks oh, yeah. to him and coaches him up and gives him tips, I was just like, thank you. Thank you. Because that legacy live on. Inside of that room, DK, that O-line room specifically, it's always been the case. Guys always get the young guys underneath their shoulder, man, underneath their wing, and just teach them the way. So I'm glad that Dan Moore didn't feel that pressure and was simply a good teammate. Cool yes. Ray says, hey, Moan, do you think this is the inside linebacker test game or the defensive line test game or both? Uh, I think this is the Mark Robinson test game, Isaiah Loudermilk test game. Uh, yes. I also will say that I saw somebody ask, is there a veteran that I would think, you know, was, was, you know, wouldn't be on the roster shock. I will say too, depending on what they decide to do, Marcus Golden, maybe I'm not sure if he's a lock, lock like that DK, yeah, but I think he is after last he's week. He's a lock. Okay. <laughs> you're giving him that one. All right. Then. Oh yeah. Um, but, but you need four OLBs and you got to you do. Um, so it's it's those two guys, Loudermilk, um, and also uh Mark uh, Robinson. Those are the two dudes that I look at the most as we can say y'all kind of need it, man. Offensively, y'all know who the culprits are. 
is is Kendrick Green and it's also Kevin Dotson, right? And I think we got to see what LaRaven Clark is and also Nate Herbert. Like, again, figuring out that game day seven active is, is kind of where I sit, DK. Vast Jazz says, hey, Moan, who's going to have a better year, the offense or the defense? I think it's expected for the defense to have a good year. But I think if the offense come together, <laughs> it may be more shock value of what they're capable That's, of doing. Yeah, it, it's I keep talking about ceiling, you know? It, it, to me, it's about ceiling. It's like, how do you sit here and say on the 23rd of August, yeah, when they're not even through the preseason schedule yet, that, okay, here's as good as George Pickens is going to get. We have no mm-hmm. idea. They don't know. They don't know. We don't know what Darnell Washington is going to contribute. We don't know what Calvin Austin is going to contribute. We don't know now that the middle of the field appears to be open again, what yeah. Pat Fryermuth can contribute. You see this what I'm is, saying? This is the fun, right? It is. It is, man. So who's going to have a better year? The defense usually does. I think if, if this offense can be top 12 in the NFL, DK, mm-hmm. think about that. I think most people are going to say that the offense had a better year, even if the defense is top 10. Yeah, because they rose up. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it exactly here. Coin comes back with another one regarding cuts. Says, hey, Mo, do you think that they'll cut James Pierre and pick up another player from the cuts as outside cornerback? He's not looking great this year so far, sadly, because I like the dude. Uh, James Pierre is – you know what he is? Serviceable. Is that a fair – it always sounds That's like a fair. shot when you say that. Yeah. But he is serviceable. If you put him out there, he knows the plays, he knows yeah. the defense, he knows what he's supposed to do. Doesn't always do it. Yeah, he doesn't. And uh, serviceable gets you looking over your shoulder more times than not, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I said one of I, I will say this. Going into this last week, is so much talent, y'all. I'd be lying if I said I knew – exactly what you're looking for when it comes down to him and just everybody else too, because there are going to be some other teams that cut some very serviceable guys and they may just be a tick better than him, than James Pierre, you know, mm-hmm. this is a fishy week, especially now with all the cuts coming at once. Really good stuff from Tycho says, Hey Moan, it seems like the Steelers are catching lightning in a bottle early on. How do you carry that throughout the season? It feels like it would be exhausting to keep it at 11 out of 10 all year. You know what? That type of stuff is contagious, though. Winning is contagious. It really is. Having some excitement around you. I ain't going to lie. As a player, having those those national networks come in, having those big analysts come in for the game, having Sunday night games, the late afternoon games, Monday night games, that's what, that's what keeps you going in those moments where you said this momentum lightning in the bottle. Like when this team start to have odds, I just saw a national writer just say, what, he think the Steelers don't make the cut this year. I'm like, good, keep it that way. And it doesn't matter what he it thinks. Don't it matter. doesn't matter what we think. It does, man. It doesn't matter. But I look at this team and I say, yeah, they have caught lightning in the bottle. If they get all of this to work and this team moves on and marches through the teams that's supposed to play, then guess what you do? You keep your eyes focused in, and that's up to the coach's job to let everybody know what, DK. Focus on this week. Don't look over anybody's head or look over anybody whenever it comes down to your competition. Bob Schreiner's had enough of the low number of likes. He's speaking up now. He's been holding it back. He has. But this is it. This is the the point for him. He says people love to kick a man when he's down, but don't forget James Harrison got cut. Four times. Four times. 
and came back to be DPOY. And even then, he needed other circumstances to get on the field. He did. To prove himself. Two more questions today because, again, I got to take it. I got to fly out of here. Irv Irv says, hey, Moan, I love this. 36 to 30 Packers. They're up with three seconds on the clock, and you all have to score. What are you thinking about before the Big Ben and Mike Wallace touchdown? Win this game. That's it. That was it. Win this game. Uh, it doesn't I, get very complex in those don't, moments, does mm-hmm. it? <laughs> I, I never wanted to to envision winning the game more than I did that one. Like that's why, all. Why? Because it's the big game. It's the Super Bowl, man. Like that was the only thought from the first kickoff, from when we were down, from when we were up, was just hold on and survive and keep thriving. Like that was the only thoughts, DK. The entire game, bad play, win the game. That was it. God, you Chris, got me dark right there, DK. Uh, Christopher <laughs> says, I saw that. Yeah, good thing yeah. Ron Slay wasn't watching. Uh, Christopher <laughs> says, hey, Moan, DK, do you think the stadium will be more than 50% Steelers fans, meaning tomorrow night? Coach Atlanta. T always comments on the turnout in Atlanta. He'll comment on the turnout in any number of cities, actually. Uh, he appreciates uh, – actually, you could hear it's coming out in his – the way he says it. Yeah. I appreciate uh, the, the fans that turn up in Georgia – and in North Carolina, and in Arizona, uh, Florida, and and in Florida, and they will take over the stadium. They did for the regular season game. Uh, I reported from that game that I saw a 60-40 split. Uh, It is an enormous stadium. Yeah. But the other thing that happens on the road is the Steelers fans are more likely to go out of their way to make themselves visible than they they are they are here because what else would you be here right yeah so you'll see towels like through the silliest things like they'll wave towels for no reason it's, yeah it's, it's like just like they have like the golf tower beacon going off over their heads you know what i mean just so you know other fan bases hate y'all i trust me they hate still other teams front offices hate it more <laughs> yeah. it's embarrassing for them they build it a hundred thousand seat stadium they put tons and tons of effort into it Billions of dollars, literally billions Billions. of dollars. That place in Atlanta, it it, it looks like the spaceship that's come to take us over. It does. Okay? And they, oh, Falcons this and Falcons that and black and red everywhere. And the game starts and it's, here we go, Steelers. They hate that. They hate that. They hate hate Steeler Nation coming in, DK, because of those reasons right there, man. Like, it is. It's a sight to see, and as a player on the field, that makes you feel so good. I don't know where y'all come from when we show up to our on-the-road stadiums, but it is phenomenal, DK. I want to give a shout to uh, to, to Jesse Johnson, who contributed 10 bucks, but asked a question about another reporter. I'm not doing that, dude. Mm. <laughs> okay. Ah, Jesse. Yeah, not doing that. Um, Love you and thank you and everything else here. Definitely yeah. not doing that. Last one for today comes from B, who says, Hey, Moan, not asking names, but has there ever been a free agent signing? where a player just hasn't gelled with the team at all. That hasn't gelled with the team? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know who it was. And I can it was towards the end. It was towards the end. Uh, But LeGarrette's situation was LeGarrette that. Blunt. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his mindset was or thoughts. I'm drawing a blank here. Who was the edge rusher last uh, year that, got, that, got, that went out of here? Oh, uh, Reed. He, no, uh-uh. not Reed. No, nah, the one who got all whiny and wanted out. 
Some, somebody will put somebody it up here on the board. I'm just, the I haven't had nearly enough caffeine today. Uh, uh, here it comes. Melvin Bryant. Ingram. It's Melvin Ingram. There it, there it is. Yeah, that's why you guys are I here. know. He did do that, man, did But you know what? He did. And you know what? This is every time it happens, the head coach seizes the opportunity to tell everyone, this is why we don't like to do this. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yes. Every time. Yep. Every time he'll say, this is why we believe in finding our people, people that we believe in. And even then when they will get a free agent or acquire somebody in some other means, it'll almost always be accompanied by, we liked so-and-so in college. In college. We followed this person. Uh, you know, it's I, I see a lot of references to volunteers, not hostages, but that's actually not what I'm referring to here. I like it. Okay, although everyone's free to look at this. Here it comes now. There's just volunteers, it. not hostages everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's not just that, though. They really believe, and this is a, this starts with Chuck Knoll, and it's carried on through Bill Cower, through Tomlin, through his coordinators, through the GMs yeah. that the team has had. They believe in this team being built internally. They believe yes, they in do. Steelers' type of players. Which is why our guys that become free agents usually get snatched up real good. Think about James Washington. He went from the Cowboys to the Saints just like that because teams needed him like that. Like that, that really does matter. If you were raised up in Pittsburgh, you have value at other places. And they usually kind of get that out of guys too, DK. Yeah, they feel like they don't have to wonder about a, a doing a check on your character. No. I will say this. Had I ever gotten cut, I know I'd have probably got picked up, you know? Because of the way Pittsburgh does business with the guys that they bring in. Well, also, I mean, you're starting left guard. I mean, well, yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you, no, you don't need to be modest here. <laughs> there, there's, there's a need for that position. It is a need for that position, man. Uh, I saw somebody say Legarrette deserved more carries. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Not no, in that moment, he didn't. No, I'm he sorry did, to tell you. He deserved the door. Yeah. Last one comes from Renee, and she says, when they bring someone in. They tell them what their role is going to be. The role might be fill-in, but guys will get here and whine. And, th and I think that is part of what happened, certainly with Melvin Ingram. He really yeah. thought he should, especially after TJ went down, he thought he should have been the guy. Well, you know why, though, too? Mm -hmm. Because there's a certain spotlight that comes in on you whenever you crush it as a Steelers defensive lineman, though, too, or outside linebacker. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if you do well in that defense, it really does put you in a different conversation, DK. Trust me, I've had conversations with guys who said, boy, I would have loved to play in that defense. Can you imagine that, though? Boy, I'd have loved to play in that defense. They are other, they're on other NFL teams. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I like that. Jacob says uh, you're all on the TVs at yeah. Applebee's. I'm assuming Jacob had something to do with putting us on at the Applebee's <laughs> TVs, but I'm okay with that. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I'll get a score prediction after this, DK. How about that? Let's do it. I'll Go do ahead. that. I got no problem with that, man. No, no, we got to catch him in the extra segment real quick. And that'll be our out right there. Uh, you're Keep good. him around. Because I had somebody good. ask me like four times. You see what Here, we saying, Here we go. Here we be anything more exciting in football than a preseason score prediction so go yeah. right ahead yeah 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 yeah. we'll do it real quick dk last game bunch of young guys playing a 27 point average is what we're at right now i'm going lower because it's run and get out of the stadium give me 24 nope uh-uh james lawson absolutely not 24 uh 20 
it's preseason football. You're not allowed to make score predictions on preseason football. <laughs> as soon as somebody starts putting these up is when I start having to come back at them with two words. And no, they're not the two words you might think. Tanner Morgan. Okay. Tanner Morgan's going to come into this game and you're going to be thinking to yourself, oh my God, I made a prediction on this. I was right. See, our guy Mike Cara just said, hey, four and a half point spread. So, hey, 24-20 is good, DK. And then there's the people who put money on these things. Wow. It's America, DK. It's America, Jack. Absolutely <laughs> amazing. All right, guys. I am uh, I am flying out of here quite literally uh, yeah. in, in actually in less than an hour. So, I better don't, get out there. Yeah, don't miss this. Tomorrow is two. Time. Tomorrow at 2 o'clock, you'll send out alerts. And I may actually just uh, tell you guys what my burner account is on on Twitter so y'all can start following. I don't think I'm getting it back. And one final time, we did get to 1,000 memberships today, and there will be merchandise. And wait till you see it. It'll be up either later tomorrow at the very latest. I'm sorry, it'll it'll be up later tonight or tomorrow, one of the two. One way or another, it's going to be awesome. No doubt. Two o'clock tomorrow. Okay. One two east, central. Two Eastern, one central. Two Eastern, one central. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye bye, guys. Peace. Woo.